0: Welcome to a new episode and a new year of After 5 at JuMix. Yeah. So, uh, this is Deanna and we have Sans. Hello. This is a whole new year. Happy new year, guys.
1: Happy new year to you all.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a new 2020. It's a new era. I don't know how it makes it a new era though. Because
1: because it's a new decade.
0: Yeah, but yeah. it's a decade, right? Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just going with a new era anyways. Okay, so from the last episode, we actually did mention about consumer behavior and how it's gonna affect us in twenty twenty, especially for business brands and all that. So if you're interested in that episode, please go to our Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, yeah.
1: YouTube. We have it everywhere.
0: Yeah, we are really everywhere. Okay, it's
1: talking about omnipresence nowadays.
0: Yeah, um, we are going to the Gary Vee method. <laughs> So uh, today, we would like to share a topic that I think both of us are quite interested in. I'm feeling a little bit nervous because of how much I care about this topic. It's about our mental health. So, sense. Yes,
1: I'm pretty excited about this too.
0: So why understanding mental health would change your life? This is what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yes, because I think mental health and mindset is two things that's closely related so whatever you think in your mind will affect your activity your lifestyle your way of life
0: yeah and i think we get very affected by our mental health at any day possible because it's something we are humans and we are emotional beings so first off what is mental health to you sans
1: i think mental health is the health of your mind right How, how it works how you perceive the world how you think about others how you think about things all this kind of thing that's going on inside your mind and your brain and this whole thing defines mental health Th- right. that is the definition to me i'm not sure about the correct definition or something out there
0: i don't believe there's a right definition but in the scientific way in a more sci- like in a textbook answer okay so mental health actually includes emotional psychological and social well-being, and all this would affect how we think, feel, and act. Okay. Makes sense. Yes, I think it it really makes sense to yeah. A, it
1: makes perfect sense. Your
0: confusion about I think a confusion about many people in mental health, right? Yes. So in mental health, there is actually a lot of things, issues or illnesses in mental health. For example, anxiety, bipolar disorder, depressions, OCD. These are like the Common ones that you can see in the society when people say that, yeah, they are feeling ill mentally. That's, that's how I think. I'm feeling sad.
1: I'm feeling down. Yeah. Actually, this yeah. might be in mental health, but they are not aware of it.
0: Yeah, it's the symptoms of mental health issues. So in, in Malaysia, studies has found that youth and young adults are facing a lot of mental health issues, especially for anxiety and depression. Do you know that?
1: Um, I never know that
0: yeah and because of how social media and all that we are more open right now to discuss about mental health issues we could see that youths and young adults we are very clingy I mean we we really depend on social media a lot and it somehow rather affects how we think and how we grow as a person and on social media I'm sure you know this that everyone is looking for perfection
1: Yes, just like what we discussed about in our first episode.
0: Yes. More uh, than lies. <laughs> exactly. So all vanity metrics and all that. This is how social media works. And how it actually affects us is quite big. Like, if you think of before when our parents were around, they went through war. And they are afraid of guns and killing and all that.
1: Yes, I think that, that's the story of my grandmother. <laughs> she actually went through World War II Yeah, in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So, they have this kind of Japanese torture and Mm. some some sort of that. So
0: they also went through a lot of trauma. Well, for them, mental health is different kind of era. What they face is very different. For now, we get anxiety and depression. And I think they
1: thought it as some kind of a phobia or just bad memories, but... They, maybe they don't realize what impacted them in terms of mental health and so on.
0: Yeah, and mental health issues are such a stigma, like in Malaysia, especially even now. I mean, it's slowly becoming better, but before that, you're you're not supposed to tell people that you know you're going through like depression or that people will will maybe discriminate you and think that don't go close to him or her. You know that kind of. Yeah,
1: I think I think it's not supposed per se. I think it's more like they're afraid to tell it to others, maybe they will be looked down or been discriminated or people will think they are <laughs> different or something like that. They, they are afraid to tell people about their thoughts.
0: Yeah, but the the fact is, you know, in this new era, we should know that mental health issues are actually very normal. And as humans, we should accept them the way we are. We are emotional yes, beings. So we are
1: all humans. right? Yeah, yeah. we Everyone go through stress. Issues. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, this recently, I saw a post that is going viral on Facebook. I did share it with you, if you remember. It's from Sunway Medical Center.
1: Yes. Is is it about someone taking a cardboard that says he has some trouble, right?
0: Yes. So, this is a post that was posted, I think, before the new year. I think we can share it on our social media too, and you guys can go and look onto it. It's Understanding Depression. Even Sunway Medical Center has created a post and it currently has 36,000 shares. Wow. And 13,000 reacts. And okay. the comments are going crazy. I've been reading the comments and it's very overwhelming on how people are saying it.
1: What is it about actually?
0: So there is this post with this guy called Paul. So he, he has been through depression and he wrote his journey from the start to the end. He mm. got help. And how you feel. He wants to get more awareness for depression. Is it
1: like a series of pictures where he carries a cardboard and he says, uh, I'm feeling not good. Then I consult a psychiatrist. Yes. And then the psychiatrist helped me and that. yes. Then now finally I'm feeling better.
0: Yes, yes. He he showed his vulnerable side on, on the social media. And people are reacting to it as how, a very... How's the
1: response look like? What do people I, say I about I
0: really don't know how to feel as... A, I mean, after looking through it, many people are saying that even they do go through phases like that and they don't have money to go to psychiatrists
1: so I mean, in the comment section, people would to say, "Me too. I'm I'm yes. facing the same thing."
0: Yes. Surprisingly, I've been seeing a lot of pe- people saying that, "Yeah, I've been through this phase and how to go through it." And I do see people not knowing what to do. And it's it's such a good community here where people are commenting in the like they're helping
1: each other. Yeah, like, yeah. I know someone you can that can help you
0: exactly. And of course, on social media, you will see some people saying that, "Oh, i you, me you spreading some negativity." I don't want to <laughs> yeah. say it here, but Yeah, I can see a lot of people they are saying like how going to the psychiatrist helped them but there are also people saying that when they are going through a rough phase especially when getting symptoms of depression they don't know what to do because they get judged. This one is what I have mentioned and also one thing that they always think is they are very alone because they don't share they mm. when you don't share how can you know if you're alone or not in this world oh, there yes. are so many people right
1: like with with social media so popular right now they don't have actual friends they <laughs> have internet friends yeah yeah, yeah. and <laughs> like it's they very got hard. no pe- real people to talk to about their issues
0: exactly and it's so hard to find a good listener nowadays yeah I to agree. really listen to your hardships how much your troubles, patience your stress yeah your negatives yeah, and they are saying that many insurance agencies don't cover mental illness. I think it's something that, men, uh, I mean, any insurance agencies, if you ever have the chance to <laughs> listen to this, um, your people are calling that, you Do know, love, they need yeah. help. Yeah, uh, because studies, I mean, research and studies did show that mental health problems is the second largest issue that's going to arise in 2020 and beyond. Like the first one is health disease. We know health disease is covered by insurance. Yes, but the second one is actually mental health problems.
1: You mean as in Malaysia or the whole world?
0: Malaysia itself. I, I mean I, if, if it's the whole world, I'm not too sure. That's, that's shocking. But yeah, recorded. I mean it's, it's mental health problems and yet um insurance agencies are not covering this. I'm not too sure why, but if you are think uh, I mean Maybe
1: maybe there's a separate policy that covers this, but I think the standard one that people usually get do not have this.
0: Yeah, and also for some insurance agency, I think they are trying to get this up, but how do they cover this kind of expenses? I'm not too sure, like consultation fees or medication fees.
1: Yes, I I know people who got this kind of disease, it actually is spent over a long period of time. Maybe you need healing or recovery period of two to three years. It's not something like you got a cut on your hand and then you just go and bandage it and then settle. It's something that you need consistent maybe monthly consultancy with the psychiatrist so they will hypnotize you or they will you know consult you and you tell them about your stories and so on so over a period of one to two years you will slowly recover it's not something you can just go one or two times then you will recover so i think stacking up the the cost can be very very high
0: yeah i believe that for serious issues medication and going for consultation therapy can help but i really believe that mental health issues aren't something that you can cure forever if that makes sense okay you listen to me first because life is like every day up and downs you face that mm-hmm. and you might get triggered somehow to to fall into depression or get anxiety attacks or panic attacks or anything that you you cannot expect you know life is very unpredictable but um working on your own mental health has to start from if you want to help yourself first if you're willing to help yourself that's the first step on getting help right and then after that you have to work on to manage for a lifetime this is things that you have to keep on maintaining it's not about this few years yeah a doctor is helping me (laughs) Then i can get better forever it's it's not i believe is something that everyone has to work on themselves forever. I mean, being alive or survival skills, it is about learning to help yourself first to be able to help whoever or for the years to come.
1: Yes, I think mental health issue is quite common in people nowadays, especially in these three groups below. The first one is like entrepreneurs like me because it's, they, they're very prone to suffer from depression, especially when they are just starting up a new business. The, the worst case is that they get rejection from investors or even their own parents don't support what they're going to do. It's like they tell, hey, don't do this kind of business. Why do you do this kind of business? It's not going to work. No, you're going to have a lot of trouble. No people is going to help you. Your plan is not going to work because it's something new, right? And if they don't get support from their parents and friends, it's very hard for them to go by their day-to-day life. Sometimes their ideas also didn't work out. You know, they think of something new. They think it's going to you know, crush it like on the internet or something like that. But then in the end, their ideas might not work out. Then they get disappointed. Or their plans didn't work out. Or they can also fail in their early business, which they are so motivated to start a business, but then maybe within six months, nine months or a year, they fail. And this really will cause them to be very depressed. Uh, it's, It's very easy to fall into the valley of depression if you are starting a new business because you are going to face quite a lot of troubles. So it's not easy. And the second group of people are actually employees, like common workers. Because the first thing, sometimes their work might not be appreciated by their boss. They work so hard, they put so much effort, they spend so much time in working like projects. But at the end of the day, their boss or their superior don't appreciate it. They just treat it as like like something you need to do, you must do it. And sometimes they will give a work that's so important mentioned by their boss, but then they are not able to deliver results. So they are going to get more stress from their boss because there's no result. The boss is going to give you more pressure, more stress. They're going to get scolded and so on. Other than that, they might also get peer pressure. Their peers, their colleagues might give them, you know, I buy the new iPhone, you don't have it. Or office politics also are one of the common factors that will affect their mental health. So employees are actually also a big group of people that easily get affected by negative mental health. And lastly, I think this is quite common. And they are the students, no matter you are in high school, college, even primary school, right? They get a lot of academic pressure from their teachers and parents. Sometimes parents, they are very demanding and they want their kids to achieve tremendous success in their academic result. Then they put a lot of pressures and stress into their own kids. I know sometimes they, they want their kids to perform well and to you know, achieve greatness so they can be proud of their kids. They want the best for their kids, but sometimes the amount of pressure and stress they give to their kids are just too much. The kids don't know how to handle it. Other than just academic, right? Some parents are also hope their kids to be multi-talents, have a lot of different skills, like they go to dancing, they go learn piano, like they go learn guitar, have a lot of talents and they, the kids have no free time to do whatever they like. It is very stressful because on day-to-day, they need to go to their primary school or secondary school. Right after that, they need to go to classes again. They might not like the class, but they have no courage to tell their parents.
0: Yeah, this one is hashtag kinyasu parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but to be fair to the parents, I, I understand that their concern is actually want to...
0: They want their best for their kids, yeah. They want
1: the best for their kids. They want their kids to be multi-talents because they might suffer this the issue of not able to find a job. So they want their kids to have a lot of talent, so they have a lot of chances in the society in the future. And another thing is that students, especially like me back in the days, I'm very small size kind of guy, okay? <laughs> so we, we, we can get bullied from others, you know, bigger size. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's not in terms of size sometimes, you know, some people just want to... Pick on you. Yeah, pick on you. And, you know, this, this kind of thing is actually cause a very... It will cause mental trauma to the kids and it will also affect their future life. Maybe the kids don't know how to react or how to respond during their childhood, but when they are grown up, they, they can still have this kind of phobia that I get bullied back in the days. How should I handle this issue now in my workplace and so on? It can carry forward from their childhood.
0: You know sense like when we were younger, when we are students in primary school, I we still get caning, you know.
1: Like yes, do you from think
0: teacher. Yeah, do you think those caning days actually affected us in our growth?
1: I think, uh, how do you say, a decent caning is yeah. okay. You just don't go over it. Yeah, you know, like I, I have a memory of my friend getting caned. Uh, he get caned in the face. No, oh, no. So I think it's yeah, a that, very, that's very bad. That, that's crazy to me, and I still have that bad memory inside mm. of me. I think my friend, the victim, I think he he also have a very a bad experience from it. Yes. Did he get a scar? Oh my god. Uh, there, there's no scar on the face, but yeah. then I think. Leave a scar in his mind.
0: Yeah, I, I used to remember like how I hated the cane because sometimes teachers can't really understand kids or students. You know when they're we are that yes. age and it's so hard for us to express. And then you know just buta buta you you see the undang undang book and then <laughs> you you forgot to bring something or do something that you cannot cane. I'm like, yeah, why so unfair? Why? You know that those are those are the those days. Are the days yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now that you can't even cane. I mean it, it is good because I feel that sometimes teachers might get stressed too. And yes. then they might not know how much energy or what to put into their strokes and all that and you mm. might you, you know you might e- eventually hurt a kid or something like that so I think just getting a re- I mean getting rid of it is still the safer way to do it
1: Yes because I think teachers are also human so yeah. they are affected by emotions exactly. right not everyone have a very s- super high EQ so sometimes you cannot put all the blame on the teachers the student needs to behave themselves
0: huh? yeah I think it is the parents that has yes. to be responsible on the kids' growth more than anything else. Like the, the teacher shouldn't come in too much to influence how a kid would grow. I mean, they can guide them, but not to force them, you know?
1: Yes, because to be honest, students spend seven to eight hours of their daily life with their teachers. So, teachers play a role in all this. But afterwards, it's all about the parents. So parents still play a very big role in you know home education, educating their child to be at least a better person, to behave themselves. Teachers are the one that are going to pass knowledge, pass information to your student.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. So Sans, just now you did mention that uh, entrepreneurs are actually one of the category that gets you know mental illnesses. Yes. As a as a entrepreneur yourself, can you share any experiences?
1: I think during my early days of starting the business, I don't really care so much about the voices in my head. It's just about just do it. My mind is just focusing on the goals I want to achieve, the objective. Why did I start this business? I just focus on the end result and then I just go towards it. Of course, there are a lot of rejection, you know, naysayers saying that, hey, it's a web design business, it's common, it's everywhere, like everyone can do it, right? Yeah, yeah but I still still do it. Because you, you can't really let those voices go into your head and affect your decisions, affect your actions and so on. But there's a tips I want to put out is that you have to believe in your own motive and your goals, what you really want to achieve in life. If you're really clear about that, then that there's no problem if you face any kind of you know, rejection or whatever things that will cause you to have a negative mindset.
0: Yeah, I'm not an entrepreneur, but I could say that from seeing a lot of entrepreneurs grow on social media and all that, I do see that it is a very lonely or very (laughs) alone journey. And it's hard, I I mean, it's hard to imagine how, how much you have to go through knowing that you need to feed your family with the money you have to, you know, you have targets to reach for yourself because you're doing it for yourself. And there are so many people around you that might affect you very easily because I think when you are putting in so much effort and strength and investing so much into something, you can easily get influenced or how to say affected by a lot of negative comments because you know you put your heart and soul in it. Yes. But with that being said, there's also the other side of it which you know how much you're putting in. So other people shouldn't affect how how you do things.
1: Yes. That's why you must be very clear of your objective of doing this. If you're just doing it for the sake of money or reasons that it's not very solid enough, then you, you will give up. You will just, you know, once the obstacle hit, then you will definitely stop doing what you are going to do.
0: So in this case, I think you should be very clear on how to uh, recover from all those bad experiences and bad days. So what you have, what is your secret I think recipe? that there are
1: a lot of different ways that you can actually prevent yourself from getting into depression or anxiety or whatever mental disease that you have. So here's a few tips that you can do even right now. Um, the first one is you, you should take some time off. You should like go to travel, even if, if it means traveling alone you should go, right? Let your mind float for a while. Don't think about the stress and boring works that you have. And you should also meditate, you know? Like having 30 minutes of meditation per day is actually good for both your body and your mind.
0: Yeah, I used to think that meditation is very, uh, you know, very uncle and very auntie. But after I reached, now I'm I'm not even too old right now, but I still think that how important meditation is to really get a peace of mind and get everything out of your head to calibrate your mind I think it is yes, when to, you to sit down your mind again. Yeah, and when you sit down and meditate and you know be in peace it's good to see what thoughts you have in your mind I think this is very important to identify what is going on in your mind and then whether or not to accept it how after accepting it you have to digest what you're going through and then recovery recovery can be letting go but how you let go it's it depends on situations and depends on people and how you face that
1: yes right the second tips I have is you should join events. You should go to gathering with other positive people or other people who are more happy yeah. than you
0: with, with, at church. With, I mean, this is interesting, but uh. imagine if you are introvert. I yes. mean, you are introvert, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> See? So if you are introvert, do you still want to go out and socialize and, and be in gatherings with big groups when you're not feeling okay?
1: Yeah, it can be difficult at first. But if you like go out of your comfort zone, the thing that you're going to get in the other end of the spectrum is going to be good. So you try to make yourself uncomfortable at the first place. But then once you are joining with people, you get those kind of positive vibes. You put yourself in a positive environment, it will actually be better for you in the long run.
0: Okay, in this case, maybe you could say it in a way when you go out and see more people, even for people that are not so positive, you listen to their issues and problems, you might think that your problem is actually a very small problem.
1: Yes, and you might think there are actually a lot of other people having the same problem, you won't feel so alone Alone. anymore.
0: Yes, yes, it's true, yeah, okay. You can also
1: start off with just joining two or three people, it's not necessary to go and join like. 200 people or 50 people at one time, you can start off by joining two or three new people, you know, start small and then slowly you can grow your network.
0: Yeah, I think uh, with people, with strangers or getting to know people might be hard for some introverts and they are not comfortable with that. But you can always go to true friends that are always very open to, I mean, they are everything that they can, can do to help you. They will not say like, oh, don't think too much. You know, that kind of friend, they really want to listen to you and and say something like, is there anything I can do for you right now to make you feel better? Rather than, ah, yeah, don't think too much. This is such a... Like you imagine someone that is going through a very hard phase and uh, don't think too much. Do you think that, <laughs> that helps in any way possible? So I think your friends really come into the picture very importantly. When yes. you have to go to real friends that know that you know can make you feel better. And friends have to be more empathetic, I think. More friends, yes, I mean people, not only friends, even being a stranger, if you meet someone, don't start things like don't think too much, okay?
1: I mean, just just be kind. Just try to understand.
0: Yeah, like try to put yourself into that person's shoes yes. first. Understand what what he or she is going through, and then trying to think whether if it's you, how would you feel? And you know exactly what you want from there on because you are human. He is human. She is human.
1: Yeah. Or, or if you don't know how to respond, just listen. Yeah. Some, just sometimes listen is they good. Just yes. Their ears. Exactly. Yeah,
0: no. And if you see people that are very like going through a very bad symptoms of mental health issues, depression, anxiety, or anything like that. You can also encourage them. Okay. This one is befrienders. I'm sure a lot of people have like heard of this organizations. They help people that are going through a rough phase that you can call them at 037956. Eight one four five. So you can remember this.
1: Not feeling happy? Can just call this number. Yes, yes. Is their data protected? Is completely.
0: Yes, it is completely private to only the befrienders. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they are professionals. And also, if they are not professionals, I'm sure there are people that have gone through the same experience for you to be able to feel comfortable to share things with them. Or you can go to the Malaysian Mental Health Association where you can call them as well at 037782 Five, four, double nine. So these are the numbers you want to save in your phone. And if you f- if you think your friend is going through a rough patch and they are going through symptoms of depression and all that and you don't know how to help them, you don't want to risk it to say anything. I do feel like sometimes you, you carry a burden of saying something wrong, especially yes. for people that are very vulnerable. You don't want to trigger them. You don't know what to say.
1: Sometimes friends, they don't know how to handle this mm, Yeah, it, it, And they it, might be yeah. afraid that whatever they say can make the things worse
0: yeah though. exactly this is so leave
1: it to the professionals leave this it to is the experts. sometimes
0: a lot of people will go through that and if you don't know what to say first of all don't say don't think too much you know straight away send them these two contacts that I have mentioned just now save it on your phone even for you yourself some people might get down sometimes and when you think there is no way there is always a way
1: yes I think the team behind the numbers are always ready to help they will talk to you on this. So, talking about that, Diana, I actually have an activity okay, to share with all the listeners okay, right take your, now.
0: I'm taking my note out. Okay.
1: Okay. So, okay, the first step is you should close your eyes, mm-hmm. right? Relax. You can find a couch or even on your bed. Just mm-hmm. make sure you are fully relaxed. Okay. Now, think of a good memory that you have or a pleasant one where you feel totally enjoy, you're happy, and you're full of confidence, right? Maybe it's the time when you get to go out. And spend quality time with your family. Or maybe it's the first time you get to spend good moments with your lover. Or maybe it's an award ceremony where you were receiving an honorable award, right?
0: What if I the have that?
1: <laughs> then you <laughs> then you just think of the time with your okay, family you. or when you get that award or something like that. Okay. okay. So go back to the point of time and create a picture of yourself inside that moment. Okay? Visualize the picture. Bring the picture closer to you. Make it bigger and bigger, brighter and brighter. If there are sounds inside the picture, right, at the moment you have like voices and sound, raise the volume of the voices and sounds that you hear, make it louder and louder. What will happen is that if you spend a few minutes doing this activity, like right now, you will feel better and more joyful. But if some of you, you really have a hard time imagining the good time, you don't have like good moments, you can try it with a negative experience. Like maybe you just scolded by your boss today and you're feeling very unhappy. Then you, you can use this experience. So you do the same thing right now. Close your eyes. Feel relaxed, okay? Then put the bad picture in and sound in your mind, right? But just this time, make the picture smaller. Make it dimmer. Make it fuzzier. Make it harder to see. Move it away from you. Turn down the volume of the voices and sound slowly as you push away the picture. So the picture will go further away, further away, and further away. So what this will do is actually make the bad experience loses its power. It will become less painful, less stressful, or eventually it will not exist again. So now if you have the good experience, let the big picture stays in your mind. Maybe it's not just a picture, it has sounds. It's a video of you you know, enjoying the moment and so on. Just make it brighter, make it bigger in your mind. So play it for a few minutes until you feel good about yourself.
0: Well, wow, I think that's a very easy, I mean, you can execute that anywhere you want and, and you just anytime. need, yeah, I think just that's need a good like way. Three to
1: five minutes of your time, wow. go to somewhere that you don't have a lot of people, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm going to definitely try that. Try it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I would. I, I think it's, it's a type of meditation as well. Yes. This is to be And able this is actually a, a method great.
1: taught by Tony Robbins oh, himself. Okay. Yeah, I read it from his book. Okay so, okay. so I'm actually trying out this method. I think it works quite mm. good.
0: Wow, that's that's a cool method. Um I too have a method, um oh, maybe it's a code. So I've read this code before. And I think a lot of issues arise because you have a busy mind. Like your mind is always busy. You're thinking a lot of things. You have a lot of open tabs. I mean, this is something that you can't avoid. But this is the quote I read, okay? Why am I so busy? When everything around me is moving so fast, I stop and ask. "What? Why American accent? (laughs) (laughs) Is it the world that's busy or is it my mind? So, if you really know how to calm your mind down, it's not about the world that is busy, but it is your own mind that is busy. So, yes. when you meditate, always remember what you have in mind. If you have a lot of things there, try to just shut, I mean, like, let it go. When you breathe, when you breathe out, breathe out together and say it together. Like, for example, if I'm feeling very stressed, when I breathe out, I say, stress. So, it's like going away. Oh, okay. So, when I breathe yeah. in, I breathe in happiness. So, I say, happiness, come in
1: it's hard to breathe in and say happiness at the same why, time. Why
0: not? Why not? Why not? Like, even you can play it in your mind.
1: Let, let me try. Yeah.
0: <sighs> I mean, I'm not trying, asking you to say it through your mouth. Like Oh
1: yeah, because I, I forgot. It's hard for me to breathe in through my nose. All right,
0: right, you have sinus problems. Yeah. Yes. But for even if you can't do that, if you are like sense, you have sinus problems, try to breathe in and repeat the word in your mind like happiness and then let like, go out of stress or unhappiness or whatever that you're going through that is bad. So once you steady your breath, it steady your thoughts and then you get better actions.
1: Yeah, sometimes people say they are busy actually their mind is busy but they are not actually busy physically
0: yeah this is something that I personally face a lot in my personal and also work life so I think this is something very easy to execute every day after you've you had a very long day and one thing that helps me a lot is going through a hot shower like I can Mm. I just look forward to a hot shower after a long day you know just
1: spend an hour in the hot shower
0: uh, maybe not so I mean not so long but then (laughs) going through I mean taking a hot shower is just very relaxing you know, sometimes you just yes. have to wash things away and, and know that you're all clean when you're out.
1: I it think scientifically, you... it will help your body oh. to relax because okay, it, yeah. you know, expand your body tissues and so on. So in a way, just like in massage, they also put those kind of, Oil, but that it's warm, warm. Yeah, it yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah, so that is my way of you know getting better and feeling better through bad days or just not feeling good. Like sometimes as humans, you just have moods and feelings and emotions and hormones and uh, all all those kind of you know stuff that bad stuff. So it's always okay to not feel okay. This is something that we all have to learn. You, you don't have to always be happy and be you know all ha every yes, day. Yes, it's
1: it's okay to be vulnerable. To be, you know, fragile.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or
1: weak. To feel weak. Because we are all human. This these are very common symptoms that everyone will get. It's not like because oh I, I feel not happy. Is it because I'm weak? No, it's actually because you're human. Yeah. We have to always think of this.
0: I think in an Asian community this is even worse because Asians are always about being We the, We
1: have those kind of stereotypes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think we need to lose this stereotype.
0: And even if you're Asian and your parents are, you know, very strict on you, you have to tell them that mom and dad, I'm human. You know, you go through rough phases too. Please just give, yes. give me some time but alone. In order or
1: for your parents to understand, you have to first understand Speak. them first. Mm, you have well. to know why they are putting all this stress to you, why they are speaking to you the way they, they are speaking, right? So you have to understand them first. Then you can talk to them the way that they will understand. Yeah, and that's it's not very just true. Like, you, you shouldn't be just focusing on what you want to tell. Right, you should be focusing on what they are trying to do, and then you have to tell them that, "Hey, mom, hey, dad, this is not working for me. Can I try another method? Yeah, yeah. you know, provide a solution. Don't just simply counter whatever your yeah. f- parents are saying.
0: When you're being understanding, they would also want to understand you too. I yes, think because way I, I, I don't thing.
1: think any parents want their kids to suffer. They want That's you to true. be good. It's mm. just that maybe their methods don't work on you, or yeah. it's not effective. So you should really just feedback. talk to them. Yeah, feedback. <laughs> yeah, Give them feedback true. to say oh, this method is not working so well. I have another method. Mm. Give an alternative. Don't just simply reject.
0: Yeah. Wow. Looks like we can start a consultant agency for <laughs> I don't know.
1: Parenting 101.
0: <laughs> and we are not even parents yet. There. <laughs> eh. okay, okay. So I think we've yeah, covered uh, a lot.
1: Yeah. Speaking about quote just now, I have mm. a quote that I thought of just mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So here it goes you can achieve everything that you wish or dream for just as long as you remain a positive mindset and work positively towards your goals. So my advice is as long as you keep a positive mind, you can achieve whatever you want to do. Mm. Don't, don't ever think your dream is too big or unrealistic. You know, as long as you believe in yourself, believe that you can do it and you remain a positive mind, don't self doubt don't judge yourself or so on you can definitely achieve anything you want in life. Wow. Life is abundance.
0: Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> we need to include a button, right? When you press, then a lot of applause that, there. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Just like a live video.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do. I mean, maybe in future, but I think that's a very good quote to start the year. And we've shared, I think, quite a lot about mental health. I know we are not professionals. I mean, we are not any certified professionals talking about it. We are just like humans. We know we go through what kind of emotions. And speaking from experience, I guess,
1: Yes, we just share whatever we do that can help us, you know, to be better. So we're just sharing from our own experience.
0: Yeah. Also, did I, did I mention the part where how many Malaysians are actually affected by mental health issues? No, yeah. I did read about like one in three Malaysians are affected by mental health issues. So, of That's- course... I this think this, lot, yeah. You know, this podcast is out to, to everyone that is going through a rough patch or, or a bad day or anything like that. But we really hope you get better. And I think, I mean, we are all sure you can get better. You have to remember that you are strong yes. and you have to believe in yourself because no one has the same experience as you. No one feels as much as you. And you have to believe that you are the only person that could help yourself right now. And even if you can't, remember to know that you need to accept that you're going through something first to be able to get help. So, And I
1: always talk about modeling something who is successful or who produce good results. So the best thing you can do is read books, you know, self-help book or books from authors who are really crushing it in life or achieve good things in their life or they're happy. So just model their lifestyle, model their habits, read more books, then eventually you will become someone like them as well.
0: Yeah, of course, I, I don't think I want to be someone like Gary Vee or, or Tony Robbins or anything, but still, I, I would like to have their, their good qualities in me. Yes. And just be who I am, okay? Be Diana, be Sands, be who, who you are, just do you, okay? Yep. Okay, Sands, I think since it's a new year, like a new start is January the 3rd yes. today, so how about we try to share one of our resolutions?
1: Sure, you, you start first.
0: Wow, okay. Um, my resolution, I think in terms of work, my resolution this year is to record as many podcasts as possible and to reach and help people that are out there that has the same mindset as me or even to get to know more people. I think there's no uh, limitations in that. And then to my personal life, I think I want to learn to use my time more wisely like there's 24 hours a day and I know how time is go and I think I really want to learn how to properly utilize them whether is it spending time with quality time with the people that I love or even just being the present I think that's very important for me
1: yeah I think that's that's very good you know what you want
0: yeah I do I just don't know what I don't want <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no I'm just joking I- I'm clear yeah
1: so, for me, uh, I don't have resolutions. What? Right? This is because, how yeah.
0: sensei. What?
1: <laughs> I don't believe in resolutions because sometimes it's too vague or too yeah. not specific, right? I like mm. to set smart goals. So, I need to be specific, measurable, actionable, and realistic. So, usually I set goals like maybe for podcasts, I want to record 50 podcasts by December 2020. Mm. Wow. So, in order to achieve this, what I must do? I must record at least one episode per week. So how do I achieve it? I need to list down the topics that I want to do at the start of each month. Yeah, so this is how I plan out my years instead of setting a big and vague resolution. But I think I, I could say it as a resolution, then you need to spread down from your resolution and see what are the activities you need to do in order to, you know, you can track your resolution. You don't want to, like, go to the next year, 2021, 20, and then you just realize, ah, I didn't achieve my resolution. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think Sense is the the all-marketer-rounder kind of <laughs> brainer. Everything has to be very trackable, measurable, <laughs> and all that kind of things, okay? That, that is his his way of yes. doing things, yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, I don't really believe in resolutions too, because I think it's very overrated. Most of the time when you write 20 resolutions, at the end of the year, I don't know how many resolutions you can actually achieve. But I think resolutions are, are things that you have to create every day or every month It's better than, you know, yeah. make a short term to- and
1: small pieces of resolution that you can exactly. achieve like at the end of this week or the yes. end of this month. Don't set it too far away that yeah. you're not going to do it
0: and it demotivates you when you don't do it yes Yeah. so for you guys that haven't wrote your resolutions don't take it as resolutions if you don't want to just just take it as improvements or how you can get yeah, better
1: or biteable size of goals
0: yeah I think that makes sense so to wrap up what are we going to share in the next episode we actually talked about this like a while ago and then we think that it is time that we do it
1: yes we are going to tell you that why we actually started this podcast after five, <laughs> makes, what does it mean, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. and after like four episodes, you are finally doing this. Uh, why are we doing this podcast? Because a lot of people have been asking you. So, oh yeah, I heard you're on a podcast. So why are you doing it? I, I mean I also don't <laughs> so know the answer is yeah. next
1: episode you have to stay tuned
0: yeah since is stopping me to spoiler anything at all
1: <laughs> yes no not going to tell anything <laughs> you have to listen and stay tuned to the next episode
0: alright so with that I think we're gonna say goodbye for now so this is Deanna this is um, I'm gonna wish you a very good new year in 2020 and whatever you're going through whatever that we shared just now be sure to even if you don't have a listening ear you can just talk to me I can act like I don't know you and that's fine <laughs> yeah I'm good yes. Yeah, and also uh, maybe just a voice hug for you, okay? So this is Diana signing out.
1: And this is Sense. I wish you all have a great year ahead. And remember to follow us at our social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Most of them are my. And I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.
0: Before we go, please leave a comment. Talk to us. Really, we, we need... Yes,
1: we appreciate it. <laughs>
0: We need your feedback. We need your comments. We really want to hear them. Okay.
1: Yes. So this is the real goodbye.
0: Okay. (laughs) Bye.
1: Bye.